Welcome, everybody, to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking and have a tasty chat. Listeners, stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. All right. So we just want to introduce a new segment on our Thursday episodes called Harpoon That Tune. Can you guess a tune within five seconds of hearing its intro? We want to know. If you can guess, reach out to us via email or message us on our socials with the answer to be featured in an upcoming episode and grab a chance to be entered in an upcoming giveaway. Today's tune is... Hey. Hi, Alex. Hi, Jess. Welcome back to the snack, everybody. Yeah. What, what are you snacking, snacking on? on? <laughs> Jinx. I'm actually not snacking on anything right now. I do have a bag of mini marshmallows with me, but I haven't had any. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. And I finished my coffee. So, what kind That's of coffee was it? It was an iced coffee today with some mm. amaretta and some. I ran out of my usual creamer. So, I used some French vanilla creamer. Okay. Yeah. But I like that you switched up with the iced. And I prefer iced coffee, by the way. It depends uh, on my mood. Yeah, I love an iced coffee. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I actually finish it, but when I have a, a hot coffee, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Am I alone in that? No, I finish both of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I am. <laughs> what are you uh, snacking on? So, I have a chai tea uh, with a little bit of pumpkin spice um, in there. And then I have uh, these cookies that I made earlier today, these chocolate cookies. And I actually good. was so in the mood for dark chocolate. So I just um, drizzled a little bit of dark chocolate on top of my cookie. Nice. And it's very enjoyable. Yeah, they look good. And they yeah, I had good. two and one is the only remaining. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Nice. <laughs> it's kind of like a brookie, you know? Yeah, like a brownie cookie. Yeah. Mm. My favorite. I, I love know. brownies. I was, I, I was in a dark chocolate mood today and I was like, this is happening. Making I cookies. Know. You're making me want them now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you one. Okay. Thanks. Through the airwaves. Here Thank you go. You. Here. <laughs> yeah, this is a really good recipe. I have to share it with you. Okay. Yeah, do. Send it to me. Yes. Very easy. Simple. Like five ingredients. Yummies. Yeah. Okay. And chocolate, need I say more? Yeah. 
So where so, are you on, on Gilmore Girls? I just recently started season three. Oh, okay. Rory is with Jess and Lorelai got a new haircut. Actually, Rory got a new haircut too. They both got new hair in this season. And we just got the flashback of Lorelai when she was giving birth to Rory. I don't know if you remember that. So I saw that. Yeah, it's all right. I haven't watched it in a few days, but it's been fun rewatching it. Did you start watching the show I told you about? I did not. I'm sorry. I know. So good. (laughs) I need you to watch it. It got like a 97% or something on Rotten Tomatoes, which is great. It sounds really good. good. Yeah. (laughs) Watch that and tell your parents too, because I know that they, uh, they have the Apple TV too, that they need to watch it okay yeah I'll severance everyone watch it yeah. right it's it's good but I, I would love to know what your dad thinks of it okay yeah i'm actually gonna see them tomorrow night so i'll i'll mention it to them tell them to watch it maybe okay. while i'm there we'll watch an episode we'll see yeah we'll i mean it's crazy yeah it's not a lot of episodes i think there's like maybe 10 total uh okay. so it's easy to binge it quick yeah all right but yeah um did you start uh, rewatching Friends? No, no, no. Okay. No, I haven't. I haven't really watched anything since this. Yeah. I've been kind of um, throwing myself into books. Yeah. Um, right now I'm reading the Britney book for our upcoming episode for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a battle with Amazon. Let me tell everybody <laughs> about my dilemma. Yeah. No, because this is insane. It truly is. So I have not been able to start reading Iron Flame yet. Hopefully by the time that this episode airs, I have read it. Yeah. Uh, It actually finally arrived today, but it was supposed to arrive two days ago. So I pre-ordered this months ago and uh, it was supposed to come on the 7th, like everybody else, November 7th. It just kept getting pushed back. It said it was going to come on the 8th. It never came. Then it was supposed to come today on the 9th and finally it did show up. But I was getting furious. They changed the picture. I thought it wasn't going to be, you know, the special edition. Yeah. And speaking of special edition, I also ordered, as we discussed, the fourth wing special edition. Yeah. That still has not come. It just says order received. It doesn't change the date. It doesn't update. It doesn't let me know anything about it. Whenever yeah. I ask an associate at Amazon, they're just like, oh, yeah, you did. You ordered it. Oh, great. But mm-hmm. like, is it coming? Yeah. So I couldn't take it anymore. So I just I, I wanted to read the bonus chapters. OK, <laughs> I have issues. Uh, I ran to Barnes and Noble yesterday because I looked it up online and the one by me, it said that they had two left. Mm-hmm. So I was able to reserve one of them. I went there and I did get the last copy. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. So if the other one does finally ever show up, maybe we'll do a giveaway or something with it. We'll yeah. let you guys know. I'm not going to cancel it, but I did hear beat on the street uh, that they are canceling people's orders because they oversold or something on Amazon. So if that's the case... That's Not insane. Cool. Yeah. For pre-orders, especially it's really messed up. I, yeah. I meant to ask you, so your, your iron flame copy did come with the sprayed edges. Yes. Okay. And it's not damaged yeah. or anything, right? Cause I've been seeing people complaining on TikTok as well, that the printing's all messed up and things are like, just not, some people said that the sprayed edges were like, it was flaking off on them or the pages were stuck together and stuff. So it looks like, I mean, it looks good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks okay. The bottom looks like maybe it has a little issue, mm-hmm. but nothing like outlandish where, you know, it would bother me. Yeah. It looks okay. Uh, as far as the fourth wing goes though, that one was the last copy they had and it is a little scuffed on the top and I'm not loving that. Yeah. Uh, 
but I can't replace it. I'm not going to return it because there's nothing else, you know? So it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but as long as I have both that match, that's all I care about. Plus, I think that the fourth wing one is gorgeous. The it red is. cover is so pretty. It is very pretty. And I did read the bonus chapters, but we won't talk about it because you didn't read them yet. Yeah, I didn't. I looked at them, but I didn't actually read them yet. I just wanted to see what they were. And I saw that they were from Zayden's point of view. And I saw that they were like chapters that we had already read, but just from his perspective. So I was looking forward to that, but I started Iron Flame right away. So I was like, this can wait. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed them. They were good, but I'll wait to discuss them when we discuss our first Iron Flame episode. Yeah. Like snack time, we'll talk about them or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they don't good. make or break any difference in the story. It's just, you know, like any bonus chapter that's added in. Yeah. Uh, but obviously they couldn't have been added in in the original because he does mention Brennan. Oh. And that would have gave things away. Okay. I did hear, so somebody reviewed it on TikTok and said that it does give a little bit more development to the character. They they didn't name the character. I already knew it was Zayden, but they said that it gives like a little bit more depth and development to his character. So I was it happy does. about that. It's the two scenes are um, one of them after... Uh, threshing so his perspective okay. on what happens once they return with you know she returns with the two dragons from threshing yeah. and she, he has like a conversation with uh with dane and then the other one um i forget what the scene was for the other one but it was another scene that was big in the book and it was through her, his perspective i don't remember okay. which one but we'll get into depth more yeah in detail when we talk about it but mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed them you know, there's Aiden. I mean, really? Of course I'm going to enjoy his point of view. How is the new one written, by the way? Is it in his perspective at all? No, it's all from Violet's perspective still. It's still in first person. And it doesn't seem like it's going to switch perspectives. However, I didn't skip ahead, but it's possible that she may do something similar to the last book where maybe the last chapter might switch perspective or something along those okay. lines. So we'll see. Um but yeah, definitely not um, switching perspectives or anything. Okay. And you said you're about three quarters of the way through already, right? I am. Yeah. I I think I'm on chapter 46 or something oh, like wow. that. Okay. Yeah. some Somewhere along those lines. Well, I'm excited to start. I can't wait, but I know that it's going to consume my life for days. So yeah. I'm prepared for that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a thick book. She thick. I think it's uh, like 66 chapters. That's I, what she said. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, like 620 something pages or something like that. I took a look. I think yeah. 623, exactly. Yeah. But I it's, I, it. I think Fourth Wing was about the same. So it should be a pretty. No. Fourth yeah. Wing was 498 pages. It's a uh, little over an extra 100 pages more. Oh, shit. I don't know why I thought Fourth Wing was like 619 pages. I don't know why I thought no. that. I, I, probably well, got, not... I probably got that number from Goodreads. <laughs> You're not wrong because at first I thought it was over 500 and then I had to look it up myself yeah. and go back into my book and see it was 498 because I thought it was over okay. 500. Yeah. Weird. That's okay. it was, but whatever. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about that. So definitely start reading it. And I'm also looking forward to talking about the Britney book with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> but I have I have my reasons. Yeah. I will ziplock those for when we do discuss it but i am reading it now i'm halfway through okay and, and i have my thoughts we'll see yeah about halfway about halfway through is where i started to find it a little bit more interesting so maybe you will too the first half of the book i wasn't crazy about 
I'm not going to say a word. So okay. Because <laughs> as you know, I have my thoughts yes. before I had my thoughts. I know. I, I watched <laughs> the vid. I did my homework. I watched the videos you sent me. So I will be well-versed and ready to discuss with you. There will the be more videos comes. coming. There will okay. be more videos on their way. So okay. yes, <laughs> you shall be well-versed. That is correct. Yeah. Because I might show you a person's entire channel and be like, you need to watch this whole person. Okay. Like every video is one yeah. of them. Enjoy. <laughs> That's all. All right. <laughs> so to be continued. <laughs> uh, but I did read. Uh, start reading. Uh, they're there again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't start it yet. Also, um, coming up for our book of the month, mm-hmm. and I read the prologue and I forgot how intense that prologue is. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's kind of like like a history. It's yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Informative, I will say. It's very impactful. It's not like a long book, but it's impactful. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that. Once I finish Iron Flame, I'm going to start that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading it again. I just, I dipped into it and I was like ready to just keep going. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Iron Flame is coming today. Be a good girl. because You're going to yeah. need that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get... I sorry. I was just going to say, I did see some funny uh, things on TikTok where people were like, I don't know what to do because I finished my book with the intention of starting Iron Flame tomorrow, but my Iron Flame still hasn't come. And now I don't know what to do. I know. And that's me too. I actually, um, I started reading another Christmas book because I, fi- I finished the Christmas Offense Club, which I loved. Yeah. And then um, I downloaded uh, Snowed In. And I was okay. going to start reading that, that one. That cute. Yeah. Yeah. I want to read all the Christmas books. I have this <laughs> list of books and I have to go over them with you because I think you have some books too. We're going to make a compile a list and, and maybe go over them during holiday time. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Let's get into our word of the day. Okay. We had a good conversation. <laughs> okay. It's time for the word of the day. Remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Each word of the day will come from the Word of Day Vocabulary Workbook by Francine Puckley or Franny the Pucks. Follow the link in bio to get a copy for yourself. Without further ado, today's word of the day is... Yokel. It's spelled Y-O-K-E-L and it's pronounced yo Cool. It's a noun defined as a bumpkin or a rustic person. For example, that one set show may have impressed the yokels where you come from, but here in the big city, we require a little more flash and stardust from our musicals. Very passive aggressive statement, that one. Right. All right. <laughs> Alex, let's come up with some examples on the fly to try to help us remember this word yokel. All right. Cigna's Aunt Magda was a real yokel. Didn't know anything about city living. <laughs> city living. <laughs> uh, I don't like this word. <laughs> right? It just sounds off to me. Like, mm. you're a yoke. Like, what does that even mean? Like, am I eggy? <laughs> you're a yoke. All right. Uh, at times, death can present himself in this book as a yokel. I disagree, but okay. <laughs> But fun fact, uh, we had this dog named Sebastian. You know him. You know him well. 
And I used to call him a yokel and a bumpkin because I felt like he was a little simple. <laughs> I was like, Aww. oh, you're just my little bumpkin, my little yokel. And he would just look at me with his little eyes. I was like, oh. He wasn't simple. He was a little simple. Sad, though, all the time. He was always <laughs> sad. He was just, my mom called him a sad sack. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, yeah. He was a good dog, though. Yeah. I remember uh, one time I was watching, like, a show or something with your mom, and he just kept giving me the stink eye because I was in his spot next <laughs> yeah. to your mother. Yeah. He's very possessive of your mom. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was where he used to sit and then he couldn't get on the couch or wherever it was. And he was very upset with you. I do remember that. Yes. He would just <laughs> stare at me in your base in your parents' basement. He would yeah. just stare at me the whole time. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't remember what show that was, but I think there was Pilgrims in it. No, we were watching, I'm pretty sure Game of Thrones. It was like a new no, episode. It wasn't Game of Thrones. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% positive. It wasn't Game of Thrones. It was people that were like in the 1800s or 1600s. I'm not going to remember which show I have no was. idea. I have no idea then. Oh, maybe. Was it The Leftovers? I think it was The Leftovers. Do you remember that show? I do remember that show. I like that show, but I don't think it was that show. First of all, they were not pilgrims or like <laughs> from another time period. But also, I didn't watch that at the time. I just recently watched that full Okay, series. so maybe it wasn't that show. We're never going to remember this. No, I'll have to ask my mom. She might know. All right. Well, anyway, here's some trivia about the word yokel. <laughs> In an episode of The Muppet Show, the audience boos Gonzo off the stage. Kermit comments, looks like it's another white belt for Gonzo. And Gonzo replies, yokels, what do they know about art? I don't know what Gonzo's voice sounds like. <laughs> I hope it sounds exactly like that. And what kind of trivia is this <laughs> i don't know um what's her name franny the pucks franny the pucks she she has some weird comments about these words sometimes i don't know where she gets them but well shucks franny the pucks <laughs> all right well uh you know what though i will be honest we did try and google a little bit of trivia for this word before we came on here just to see if we can get anything else like you know it's origin and stuff nothing nada nilch so <laughs> that's why you get this. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to our speech series because, you know, we like to enhance our speech as well as yours, which is why we share it with you. And we get these usually from Tom Healer. Tommy the Heels is well-spoken thesaurus. I say usually because we have two today. One is a Books with Cooks special. And the other is a Tommy the Heels spoken thesaurus one that you should use and incorporate into your life. The other one, questionable. Here we go. The questionable one is, instead of punch a dick, say jab a Johnson. <laughs> that guy's a real dick. He's a real asshole. You know, he cheated on my girl Francine, okay? So I'm just going to go over there and punch him in the dick. Or you could say, I will go jab his Johnson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You know why. Anybody ever seen that? Huh? What happened to Vegas? Good movie. Cameron Diaz, Ashton Kutcher. You know why. All right. Anyway. Okay. For your real phrase for the day, instead of goes beyond, you can say transcends. So instead of, well, she does go beyond, above and beyond. You, you could say she transcends our expectations. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh! <laughs> you know why. 
All right. So now that goes, uh, that brings us to our question of the day. So first we're going to do our rapid fire rounds. Alex, what are we doing? All right. We got our rapid fire round. It's on unfortunate ways to die. So Jess is going to set the timer for us for two minutes and we'll have to come up with as many unfortunate ways to die as we can within those two minutes. Okay. Are you ready? I got two minutes on the clock. You ready? Three, ready. two, one. Unfortunate ways to die. Go. Piano falling on your head. Yes. Eaten by a ravenous raccoon. Yes. Or eaten by any type of ravenous animal or, uh, I don't know, being stir fried up and served by a cannibal. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> getting, getting your dick punched. And then it turns into a whole thing where they can't recover you because you're just fucked. You're dead. Okay. <laughs> um, slipping on a banana peel. Falling off a scaffold. Yeah. I was going to say falling off a cliff. <laughs> wow. Hope that happens too. <laughs> uh unfortunate ways to die um a steamroller rolls over you <laughs> like in austin powers yes that's exactly <laughs> what i was thinking of accidentally eating some belladonna berries oh yeah accidentally uh drinking a red bull and there's rat poison on a piece of shit on there and then you consume it and die that happened oh my once. God. not to me okay i would think not i'm still here <laughs> but we do still love you red bull okay unfortunate ways if to you're die. climbing a tree and then the branch snaps and you fall and you die yeah getting impaled yeah or you're you're walking in snow but um you don't realize that there's actually a giant hole because the snow is covering it and you fall through to your death mm -hmm. you know what else would would be terrible you remember uh the never-ending story how the horse dies and yes, it gets stuck awful. in the quicksand very very unfortunate traumatizing yes yeah. i hated that part <laughs> Uh, okay uh, a toaster decides to come to life and jump into the tub with you oh my god traumatizing yes yes uh, you accidentally consume rat poison instead of your pills that you're supposed oh. to take okay choking on a delightful treat like a chocolate cookie Ugh, that would be the worst way to go although would it because it would be delicious yeah but you don't get to eat it it just lodges itself in your throat and then it kills you true dying in a pool of maple syrup yes <laughs> um right. time's up oh uh, time's up okay time's up uh there could have been some really fun ones there but i was just kind of like i don't know you'll hear later our game and you'll understand why we had these outbursts <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there are a lot of unfortunate ways to die there's that tv show remember it was like 101 ways to die or something. And yeah. uh, they were just wild ways. Like one lady um, was hairspraying. She's, she's just putting spraying her hair with hairspray. And something happened where her house lit up on fire or oh something God. and she died. Like crazy things like that. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think of that. I don't know if it's a sound on TikTok, but a dumb ways to die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think of that too. Yeah. All right. So let's go to some fun questions. So okay. if you knew that you couldn't die like Belladonna, would you test out ways to die knowing it wouldn't affect you and that there weren't any consequences? No, because <laughs> I feel like it would still hurt. I would not die, but I'm sure I would feel pain in the moment, even if it subsides quickly. I wouldn't want that. Yeah, also, who knows what kind of effects it might have in the long run. You know, maybe when I'm 80, all those broken bones or something are going to come back to haunt me who knows 
are they going to individually collect and come back to haunt you or they're just going to haunt you inside your body in inside my body like i'll be like a crickety old like oh my whole body hurts i can't die but i'm always in pain because i broke every bone in my body for fun you know (laughs) that reminds me of another unfortunate way to die uh falling off a roller coaster and breaking every Mm. bone in your body yeah tragic yeah that's also from the movie uh dodgeball that's why i thought of it okay Okay. uh so no i wouldn't do this either this reminds me of the movie uh groundhog day or happy death day actually um where she did keep dying uh, over and over again and and coming back to life um i wouldn't do this because i I wouldn't want to gamble like that what if it happens to be the one time where you don't come back i don't know yeah uh it's not for me Obviously, it's for Belladonna because she literally is a reaper, and that's why she has this happening to her. Signa. Uh, what did I call her? Belladonna. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whatever. Just make sure you pay attention. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, if you were immortal, what would you do with your time? I would have a lot of fun. <laughs> so I would learn every single language that there is to learn. I would paint. I would be the best, most proficient painter, the most proficient violin pianist, every kind of musician that there is. Uh, I would play, I'm just thinking of vampire movies and all the things they did. Um, I would do all the things, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would be be very well-versed in Tommy the Heel's well-spoken thesaurus because I would have read that shit for centuries and I would be the best speaker this world has ever seen i would also capitalize on things so uh i would probably be like a writer but i would um change my name from century to century so this way i'm always a different writer you know what i mean okay i would have fun with it yeah about you i would travel i would try to see everything that i could i would definitely read a lot and i would i would learn languages as well and I would just do whatever I felt like, basically. I would try to do like some risky things if I know I can't die. Like maybe every morning I go skydiving and go bungee jumping or something like that would be kind of fun. Um, And I think I would just, yeah, I would just mostly just travel. Like I'd live in every country for a little while and just experience the culture, the food and read in paradise and live my best life yeah this is like you know better i'm going back to vampires this is better than twilight right we're not just going to go from one city to the next we're going to go all over the world okay we're going to actually see the world i can tell you one thing i most certainly would not do and that's i would not go back to high school because (laughs) why the fuck would anyone do that maybe college maybe i'd go back to college and like just collect a bunch of degrees in different areas but definitely not high school (laughs) it makes no sense it makes no sense (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah if you could communicate with death as a being um what would you say to death i don't know if i would necessarily say anything but i would ask questions including what can i expect after i die Can you access the people that I've loved that have died? Can you send messages to them for me? Can you relay messages from them uh, back to me? And I think I would just ask a lot of questions, 
but I don't know if if I would really have much to offer him or her. Yeah. I would definitely want to know their history too. And I would definitely ask a ton of questions, like you said. And I was thinking about the same thing, like messages to people who've passed. Yeah. I like that idea. Uh, I don't know. Also then, like, do I want to speak with death? Mm. I don't know. Is death this creepy person or is death like this beautiful being? I don't know. Mm. It'd be like this beautiful glowing being instead of this creepy, shadowy, evil that I'm picturing right now, like uh, you remember in the movie Ghost with mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Remember those things that came up from the ground? They were like, eh, all the yeah. time. And they had like the the shadows and stuff. Yeah. That's what I was picturing the whole time as death. <laughs> really? <laughs> those okay. things. Yeah, but as a as a being with a top hat for some reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a shadowy top hat. Interesting. It's the times, man. <laughs> all right. Well, if you could come back as a ghost... Who would you haunt the shit out of? Uh, and how would you do it? Uh, this would be fun as hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I would choose. If they, if I die and, and when I die, there's somebody like a death type person. And he's like, look, you got three doors. Okay. You can go to heaven. You can see the people that you love. Okay. Or, you know, you could waste time and just, you know, haunt the shit out of people before you do that. Or you'd have to go down this door where you get reincarnated and you don't remember shit. I would 100% be like, all right, so I can choose door number two where I haunt the shit out of people for as long as I like. And then when I get bored, I can go to heaven. And he'd be like, yes. I'd be like, that's what I choose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So who would I choose? I don't know. I'd have to think about this because there's some people that I don't like on this earth that I would 100% haunt and want to scare that I don't like them at all. They're evil, but I don't know them personally, you know? I don't, nobody I know personally. I would never haunt anybody that I love or I care about. Mm-hmm. And I don't have like super enemies where it's like that bitch. I'm coming back for her. <laughs> you know, I don't know that person. Who is that? Yeah. Uh, but how would I do it? Hmm. Depends on the situation, I guess. Uh, but I would definitely mess with people. It would be fun. The people that I don't like. And I think you know who I mean, but I, yeah. will, le- I will leave them unspoken. Yeah. I would do the same exact thing. So I would just, I, they don't even need to be people I don't like. They just need to people be people I don't know. And I would just mess with them for no reason at all, because I think it would be funny. So like just randomly like leave a cabinet door open and just like watch them freak out or something. And like, I don't know, just stupid shit like that until I got bored. And then I would just be like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just have a little bit of fun before you go. That's all. Exactly. That's just how I would do it as well. Make some, like, remember in Beetlejuice when, uh, what's her name? Moira Lit- is oh, sleeping yeah. and, um, and they go in the room and they're like, oh, like, I would just do that for like hours <laughs> on end. She puts the pillow over her head. She doesn't even care. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah I love that. I love that. Also in Ghost, speaking of which, again, he, well, in order to make, um, or help him remember he's like i'm henry the eighth i am henry the eighth i am i am and he just keeps singing it and she's like fine fine i'll help you yeah. i would 100 percent sing that a yeah. bunch of people with that yes <laughs> good times we're, we're such assholes <laughs> oh, love, right. it. love it okay <laughs> well that get... sounds fun yeah well let's get into these book reviews all right <laughs> Derek fell off the roller coaster and broke every bone in his body. 
As you will know, we recently read Belladonna by Adeline Grace or Addie the Grey Grey. We picked our favorite good and bad reviews in case anyone's on the fence about reading it. Belladonna currently has an overall rating of 4.1 out of 5 on Goodreads and a 4.3 on Amazon with a publication date of August 30th, 2022. All right. So let's go to our good and bad reviews. Alex, you want to start us off with the bad reviews? Sure. So this was a one-star review on Goodreads. This person said, gods, that was bland. Zero atmosphere, zero mystery, and the most boring characters ever. Okay. Does this person know that he's not really, or she's not really part of this world, that she's like, gods. I know. (laughs) Oh, trees. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mine's a one-star says so happy i don't have to look at this book anymore thumbs up emoji okay i mean it's pretty to look at (laughs) this person's very bitter about this book yeah all right now we're moving on to the five stars what you got alex okay so this was a five-star review this person said this story is so unbelievably imaginatively good oh my god i love everything about it The atmosphere is peak gothic ghost vibes. I love the family shrouded in dark history and the old manor filled with restless spirits. It creates a living, breathing setting that propels the story in a wonderfully spooky direction in terms of plot. All right. So my five star says, if presented with the opportunity, would you fuck death? That was one five star. Then another five star says, I had to do two because the other one was like, why are you asking me that, bro? I don't know, bro. All right. The second five-star review says, all the fucking stars, infinity stars forever. Literally, once you scream, it was so phenomenal. How dare this author write such a perfect book? How dare they? I am never going to recover. Murder mystery, but let's make it basically a paranormal historical romance. Screams into my pillow. Heart emojis. Death. More heart emojis. Oh my God, my baby, my love, my man, my Cigna. I want to be her. (laughs) Laugh emojis. I listened and read it at the same time, and it was worth it. Wow. Wow. That is a chaotic review. (laughs) Damn. Now you understand why I had to put two, because at first I was like, these are both good. I don't know which one to choose. Yeah. The first one, it was like, if you presented with the opportunity, would you fuck death? I was like, why is this your five-star review, though? (laughs) Understand. And the other one was just magical in every way. <laughs> very passionate. Very, very passionate. All right. So we've heard what other people have to say. So now here's our backflap submissions. Just start us off on those backflaps. Hey, death. Fuck you. No, wait. I didn't mean it literally. Equals this book, except that the female man char- main character does mean it literally. So read it. Jess and Alex. Okay. Hey, remember Celebrity Deathmatch? No, this is nothing like that. But it is a deathmatch, except if death went on match.com instead. Read Belladonna. It's to die for. Literally, don't eat that shit. Jess and Alex. Don't eat that shit. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) (sighs) Belladonna is a toxic poison, but this book isn't. So read it. It's the opposite of poison. It's poise, son. Jess and Alex. Context. Poise also means grace. The author's last name. So technically this book is her son, making it quite literally poise's son. (laughs) 
Okay, that's all. I hate so much of what you choose to be. No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> I hate you to your core. <laughs> I feel like you always need to explain your jokes. All right. Hey, get the hell out of Cygna's Ants Garden and get into reading this book, Jess and Alex. <laughs> Ever thought about sleeping with death or like, you know, eating poisonous berries or juggling death's poisonous, quote, berries? Wink, wink. This book has all of that. Read it before you die, <laughs> Jess and Alex. <laughs> Juggling death's poisonous berries. That's <laughs> my favorite one. It is my favorite too. <laughs> hey, just a reminder that Cigna might be immortal, but you sure as shit are not, you poor mortal bastards. Read this book before you croak, assholes. Jess and Alex. Do you enjoy reading books about death? Do you enjoy reading books about sex? If so, read Belladonna. It's about having sex with death. <laughs> Jess and Alex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> righty, everyone. Let's transition into the cooking portion with some cooking tips. For today, we're going to discuss tips and tricks to die for. Jess, what do you have for us? I have death by chocolate truffle. Mm-hmm. Yummy. All right. When I think of death, I think of chocolate. <laughs> and when I think okay. of a trick or a tip to die for, I think of chocolate. <laughs> I love chocolate. All right. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so this is super easy. You can whip this up really fast. Uh, all you need is a package of brownie mix. You need two packages of instant chocolate pudding mix. A package of frozen whipped topping, whipped, like cool whip or cool whip. Ooh, let me have some of that cool whip. What'd you say? You can't have a pie without cool whip. Cool whip? Cool whip, yeah. You mean cool whip? Yeah, cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? I'm just saying it. Cool whip. You put cool whip on pie. Pie tastes better with cool whip. Say whip. Whip. Now say cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Uh, make sure that's thawed. And then three bars of chocolate-covered English toffee, which you will crush. Sounds good. Uh, you're going to bake the brownies, just like the box says. You're going to prepare the pudding, just like the package instructs you to. And then in a tall glass, a punch bowl, or a trifle bowl, whatever you have, assemble layers in this order. You're going to do half the brownie crumbles, because you're going to take that brownie after it cools, and you're going to you know, break it up into, um, into pieces. So you're going to assemble half the brownie crumbles, then half the pudding, a third of the crushed toffee, bar, toffee bars, and half of the whipped topping. And then you're going to keep repeating that step until all the ingredients are used with layers, ending it off with the toffee bars crunched up on the top. And then you chill it in the fridge before you serve. Um, it's usually best chilled overnight. And it is delightful. And it is called Death by Chocolate Trifle. And it's super easy. You could whip that together really easy and if you don't have overnight you could probably put it in there for like four hours and it would just be as good yeah sounds amazing yeah, i would does. eat the shit out of that right it sounds to die for <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so my tip and my tip and trick is for hosting holidays and events since we're coming upon that time of year and i don't know if you'd die for these tips and tricks but mm, i would so if you are hosting a holiday or just in general, if you're hosting an event, the best thing you can do is make sure that you have your menu 
hammered out really early on, make your list of all of your ingredients and get them as soon as you can. Anything that's not going to spoil, you know, make sure that you have it on hand because sometimes things are limited uh, during the holiday season. So you want to get a head start on all of that. And then you want to make things that you can make ahead of time. Like with the chocolate truffle, you could make it ahead of time the night before, and then it's ready for the following day. Same thing if you're preparing side dishes or desserts or appetizers, even some of the main entrees, even if you're just meal prepping it, and then you can cook it the following day, not meal prepping, but uh, prepping, you know, cutting things and putting it together just so that it'll save you some time and it'll save you a lot of stress on the actual day of the event. And you'll actually be able to enjoy yourself a little bit more because you'll have some more time and you won't be as stressed out. So there you go. There's your little tip or trick to die for. <laughs> nice. Do you have a cooking tip or trick to die for? If you do, send us an email or DM us on our socials, reach out, and if we test your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future. As you may recall, on Tuesday, we introduced the ingredient of the week, which was berries. Inspired by the poisonous berries Signa eats to communicate with death. We were each supposed to make something using that ingredient. So let's review the outcome. Alex, what'd you make? All right. So I have a recipe for some homemade raspberry jam. Raspberry is my favorite, but you really could use any berry that you prefer. And basically, you'll just take equal parts berry and sugar. So if you want to make about four cups, then you'll use four cups of raspberries, four cups of sugar. You could do more or less depending on how much you want to make. And again, you could substitute out the berry if you prefer blueberry or strawberry or whatever it is that you want to use. And what you'll do is place the sugar in an oven-proof shallow pan um, and warm it to 250 degrees for about 15 minutes. You want the sugar to dissolve um, or it will dissolve better that way. Then you're going to place the berries in a large stainless steel or enamel saucepan, bring it to a full boil over high heat, and then you'll mash the berries with the potato masher or however you would mash things. <laughs> you don't need to use a potato masher. And then you're going to boil hard for one minute, stirring constantly. And then you'll add the warm sugar, return everything to a boil, keep that boiling until it forms like a gel. Um, it should take approximately five minutes. Then you'll just ladle it into jars and let it process. And there you go. There's some homemade raspberry jam. That sounds delicious. And you could use it in my recipe. Yes. If you to. <laughs> okay. So I make a cheese danish and I coordinate with uh, different jams or preserves. You could use raspberry, you could use cherry, you could even use cherry pie filling, which I've used, or apple pie filling. These are all delicious in a dolso. Uh, they all work. Uh, this is super easy again, and uh, it comes together in minutes. So all you need is two packages of crescent rolls, and you're going to open them out. You're going to, I think there's like eight in each one. You're going to align them on a cookie sheet, and you're going to put them all out Um you know, where they look like little flags before they're rolled up, basically. Do that on each side of the cookie sheet. So this way you have one on one side and the other eight on the other side for both packages. And then in a bowl, you're going to put together um, eight ounces or a stick of cream cheese, a cup of powdered sugar. I have used a half a cup and it works just as well. And two tablespoons of milk, a teaspoon of extract, uh, vanilla extract, particularly for this one. And you're going to mix that up with a hand mixer, get it nice and creamy. So you have like a little um, cheesecake batter type of deal. You're going to put that all across 
uh, on each side where the um, crescent rolls were fanned out. You're going to put that there, but leave a little room on the edge because otherwise uh, when you start, you know, folding them over, <clears throat> the cheese is going to spill out. You don't want that. So once you have all of the uh, cheese mixture, you might have a little extra. Uh, sometimes my kid likes to eat that or I just incorporated it and it just depends. Um, you could even use it for something else if you need to. Uh, but once you do that, you're gonna fold each one over. So instead of actually making it like a crescent roll, like you would roll it, you're just gonna take the little tip of uh, the narrow end of the flag and just fold it into the thicker end of the side. Um, so you'll just like kind of take the little point and fold it underneath so this way when it bakes, it puffs up and it doesn't ooze out. So you're gonna do that. Before you do that though, um, you put your jam of choice, your preserves. I usually just do the uh, the cream cheese mixture and then I put the jam or whatever I want on top of it. You'll spoon it out and like little spoonfuls, usually like a tablespoon or so will do right in the middle. And then you'll fold it over and do all that. And then you're gonna actually, once they're all folded, arrange it into the shape of your choice. You could do it as a heart. You could do it as um, just a regular circle. If it's uh, Christmas time, you could actually do half of this and make it into like a candy cane shape. Uh, I've actually done this for a friend where it was his um, 40th birthday and his wife's 30th birthday. So I made one as a four, one as a three and an O. So this way it would be coordinated like that. You can get creative with it. But if you're only gonna do half the recipe, you only need um, half the stick of cream cheese and you would only need one package instead of the two. And then once you're done with that, you're gonna throw it um, in the oven uh, for 350 degrees for about um, 20, 25 minutes or so, depending on your oven, let it cool down. And then once it does, you're going to make an icing with a cup of powdered sugar, three tablespoons of milk, and it can be non-dairy um, milk. I have tried it before with almond milk and it worked. And then you're going to do a quarter teaspoon of almond extract. I like to add a little bit more. It's up to you of the extract, mix it together, and then just take a spoon and then just kind of like spoon it on top where um, you're kind of just, uh, what's the word? You know, like letting it, what's the word? I don't know. Basting? No, not basting. <laughs> no. You know, when like you're taking the spoon, and you're like drizzling it. That's Jesus. Drizzle. <laughs> Take a spoon and drizzle the icing once it's cooled um, across it. So this way, you know, each piece has a nice amount of it on there. And then let it cool for a while so this way it actually um, hardens. And it is super delightful. Alex, you've had it. It's pretty good. Yes, I can attest. It is a delight for sure. It's delicious. Yeah, and it's I super, super easy. I really liked it with the raspberry. All right. Do you have a yummy recipe using berries? If so, send us an email or reach out on our socials. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future. Yeah. But if you're like, you know, fondling berries, don't send us pictures of that. Please, please don't. Please don't. Cool. All right. So now it's time to play Judge a Thing. And we're going to start by judging a book by its cover. I know. I know. You're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. <laughs> but we literally are supposed to right now because that's what this game is about. So <laughs> we're going to each pick a book the other person hasn't read. And we're going to guess what that book is about solely on the cover. So, Alex, what you got for me? All right. So this is the Book of Questions by Pablo Neruda. 
Neruda, sorry. And there's a bunch of squares in different colors. Some of them are gray, but some of them are red and blue and purple, and yellow. And then we have little images in some of them as well. So there's a moon, there's a lemon, a bird, and some leaves. It's a hard one, I know. That's what she said. Also, you're a lemon, a moon, and some leaves, and a bird. Okay. Thank you. Well, this is nonfiction. The Book of Questions. Uh, this might be history. History? History. <laughs> Involved. Is this a textbook, man? <laughs> it kind of looks like one, actually. It does. It really does. All right. I'm going nonfiction. It's a book of questions. All right. So do you have questions about a bird? Do you have questions about the moon? Do you have questions about all of these things? Not only that are on the cover, but on the little squares that aren't filled up with things because they want to keep it secret from what's really what the questions you know like the other ones have answers and that's why only some of these boxes are filled so i'm going to say that this is about a book of questions it's about all the questions that we have they may or may not have answers maybe it's a conspiracy theory type of thing um and you know you read it and some questions get answered but some questions remain you know unanswered uh, and they are left for interpretation. Okay, so this is actually a book of poetry <laughs> by by Pablo Neruda. He is a Chilean poet and diplomat, and it's poems with questions about general topics and the meaning of life and things like that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of poetry, but it was all right. <laughs> all right, here's what you get today. This is on... The cover is a football field with a boy on it in a football uniform holding a rooster. And he's hugging a girl with glasses and a school uniform. And it's called <laughs> The Cop Down the Block. Oh, my God. By <laughs> Amy Award. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand you. All right. So I'm going to say that this... <laughs> This is a romance novel, <laughs> and it takes place in a small town where football is a very big deal, and there's this young high school student. I don't know. I'm I'm actually going to say maybe this is like a college thing because this seems spicy. Um, so I'm going to say that it's a college in a small town, and he plays football for the college team. And he also lives on a farm and he's like a, a little yokel farm boy. And he has a pet rooster that he loves, but one day it gets loose and he has to run down the street and chase after this rooster. And he comes across this girl and he's like, oh, she's so pretty. And he's like trying to show off. He's like, oh, I play football at the college. And she's like, I don't like football. I like to read books and do other things. And I don't like it but they end up falling in love anyway, and it gets spicy. And she ends up loving the rooster. At first, she was not a fan of this rooster. He was rude to her, but they end up bonding. The rooster and was rude to her? The rooster was like, yeah, he was like pecking at her ankles and stuff, and she didn't like that. But then they mm. form a bond. She starts feeding it some corn or whatever roosters eat. And yeah, that's what I think this book is about. <laughs> Oh my god. I could not use that when I seen that. Um <laughs> so yeah. By the way, this is free on KU in case you're interested. Okay. 
this is about uh it, it is a romance it's not spicy uh but it's about a, a nerdy girl who lives down the block and uh her cocky best friend and uh it's high school you were right about that uh he's always been into her but she was never really into him they were kind of like friends he's a football you know he's in the uh, quarterback in football uh and then they fake date um to get you know some people jealous it's kind of that type of thing but she's oh, okay. a curvy girl uh she's a plus size girl so okay um what does the rooster have to do with it i don't know <laughs> Also, a non-spicy book has no right to name itself the cock down the block. <laughs> also, until I find out her slightly stalkery classmates, that she still has her V card. Hmm. Um, so okay. it's a uh, it's a YA. That's a YA book. No, it's a, it's a sports romance. Okay, it's I was like, there's no way. Okay, I All mean, right. I'm gonna <laughs> assume that things get spicy. I feel like they they probably do, but they're in high school. And now I feel weird. So I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. <laughs> but just for fun, um, there is a part two. Oh, God. And the part two, by the way, this is the Cocky Kingsman series. Cocky and Kingsman. Part two is the wiener across the way. Shut up. What? And in the wiener across the way, there's a wiener dog. I can't. I I just can't. I can't. Who's reading those? I want to know. Please tell me oh, if you have. I genuinely want to know if if they're good or if they sound as corny as or if they are as corny as they sound. Well, the wiener across the way doesn't come out until after Christmas. Oh, okay. But the cock down the block uh, has a three point seven on Goodreads, and wow, that's not horrible. Plus, uh, everybody yeah. loved it apparently in the reviews. So wow. All right. All right. I feel I, I'm concerned about how the rest of this game is going to go. That's how we're starting it off. <laughs> I was going to give you the title of the wiener down the street, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I have another one instead. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our next subsegment, which is Judge a Bro. We're each going to pick a character from a book that the other person hasn't read. And we'll have to guess what that character's role is in the book, their personality traits, and what they look like best based on their name. Just what I, I'm nervous, but what do you have for me? Uh, Jojo from Sing Unburied Sing. Okay. All right. I'm trying to remember what this book is about because I know you've told me about it before. I think it has a supernatural element where she can like talk to ghosts or something or her kid can see ghosts or something like that. So I'm going to say Jojo is the kid. It's the main character's child, a boy, I think. I don't know. And he is a good kid. He's quiet, but he sees dead people. And he tells his mom about it. And they have to figure out a way to make him stop seeing dead people. This is starting to sound a little bit like Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is not Sixth Sense. <laughs> I'm going to say he I has dead people. He has. Uh, black hair brown skin and like a caramel colored eye okay eyes just one eye or no okay. both eyes are caramel colored. <laughs> all right i mean you're not far off um about the description he is a kid as well but he is the protagonist oh. of the story oh okay uh yeah and his whole family um have some kind of so supernatural element 
So his grandma always had seen spirits. His mom can see her dead brother. Oh, wow. His uncle. Um, and there's other things that inv- are involved too. But ever since he was young, he always uh, felt some kind of connection with nature and the woods. And then at one point, he does start seeing somebody who's passed oh. on uh, this being since he was always in one one with nature. This being appears to him at first as a bird. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, but it is yeah, it's it's something that he has to. It's somebody who comes to him um asking for help that has to do with his family's past. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, I know that that's on my TBR. It sounds really good. Yeah, I love this book. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> sure if I gave you a character already from this book, but you didn't. Uh, um but I you you have told me about it. Yeah. But nice. you see Sing Unburied Sing. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I'm still looking forward to reading her new book that just came out. I heard it's going to be like a finalist for best book of the year or something. And I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, Jasmine Ward. What up, yeah. girl? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What you the, got for me? The character I have for you, her name is Jane Hawk from The Silent Corner. The Silent Corner. This sounds like a thriller. All right. This is a thriller. And her name, what's the first name? Jane. Jane. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going with, this is a thriller. It takes place in school, okay? And Jane Hawk, right? That's her nickname, though. And she's a hawk because she's always squawking up in class. You know, she's always talking when she's not supposed to be. The teacher's like, wah, you know, shut up. Uh, and she has to sit in the corner um, and be silenced because she's just nonstop chatterbox over there. You know, and while she's in the corner, she's actually being transported into some other world. And she's actually doing like Alice in Wonderland shit behind the scenes while she's sitting in the corner with a dunce hat on. Wow. Fantasy. fantasy. Okay. Yeah. She's ha- she's living it up. So she that's why she doesn't shut up because she knows that she's going to be put into that corner and she's going to see some cool shit. And yeah. it's going to be way more fun than school. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's what I'm going well, with. <laughs> you were right that this is a thriller. Uh, <laughs> not a fantasy, fantasy. though. <laughs> So this book was actually recommended to me by my dad. I am currently reading it. I have not finished it yet, but the main character, Jane Hawk, is, so you're right about that as well. She is the protagonist. She is an an FBI agent, but she's on leave. Her husband has just committed suicide, but she doesn't believe that he really did. So she goes on this like journey to kind of uncover the truth and she's mm-hmm. getting death threats. They're threatening her son and... Like I said, I haven't gotten that far into it yet, but my dad said it's really good. It is really good from what I have read so far. And I, he said that there's some supernatural elements. Uh, it is a series. He said it's more so in the second book. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. But yeah, I think she's Sounds like good. 33 or something. She's in her early 30s. Okay. So not a child. No. <laughs> She doesn't get sent to the silent corner where she gets transported. I mean, that could be fun. (laughs) All right. So now it's our time to judge a what, Alex? Judge a tit. That's right. We are going to each present each other with pictures of tit. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We just The circumference of that one was just off. (laughs) Just going to judge a title. Nothing that crazy. Um, we're going to each pick a book the other person hasn't hopefully read. We're going to tell each other the title alone, and we have to figure out what that book's about, the genre, 
and um, some fun details. So Alex, what do you have for me? All right. The title I have for you is I'm glad my mom died. That's fucked up. I know. But that is a nonfiction and it is on my TBR. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Uh, I don't really know anything more about it. I just know it's about this girl's story, <laughs> her life. Um, I don't know why she's glad her mom died, but maybe her mom was a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is, a, it is a nonfiction. I believe it's a memoir. It's by Jeanette McCurdy, who she was on Nickelodeon kind of when we were older, but she was on a show with Ariana Grande and then she had a spinoff as well. And, or maybe she was just on another show. I don't know which one was, I think one of them was a spinoff, but it's about her time as a child actress, as well as her experiences in the industry. And I think she talks about her mom and how she basically told her that her looks are like the most important thing. And she would always be very critical of her. And I think she kind of pushed her with the the whole show business thing. I'm not entirely, I, I haven't read it, um, but it's supposedly really good. So I have, I have been interested in reading it. It sounds good. And I, if it's the girl I'm thinking of, uh, she's been open about some things. Yeah. In the industry. Yeah. So I think that's why I threw it on my TBR. Yeah. I, this one was a gamble for me because it is very popular. And I was like, she's probably seen this book, but I don't know if I could get away with just saying the title maybe, <laughs> but it's no, you already it's knew. It's a good title for me. You know what I mean? To, to try it's to attention grabbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do you have for me? Mine is The Vegetarian. The Vegetarian. I think you've told me about this book. Somebody told me about this book. I think that this is a horror novel about cannibals, and there's one person who doesn't eat people. <laughs> Based on your face, that's not accurate, but that's what I'm going with. So they eat people, but this person is a vegetarian, and they try to get out of this cult-like situation where they're cannibals and this person's like no i won't eat any living thing let alone a human so that's what i'm gonna go with okay and that's not right no <laughs> <laughs> no i think you have told me about this book but i don't remember what it's about <laughs> this book is wild okay this is a psychological thriller it could be maybe a psychological horror but i know it's definitely a thriller okay. uh but it is um it's it's got asian messages in it you know i like my asian fiction mm -hmm. all right and it's got um it's this woman who is a wife she has like a controlled life and then out of nowhere uh she stops doing what her husband wants her to do and she decides she's not going to buy meat anymore and she's just going to be a vegetarian she starts having some nightmares and it always involves blood and crazy things and it oh, makes wow. her adverse to wanting to eat meat her mm -hmm. husband divorces her because of this because and then she's some vegetarian? other things well, because of the hidden messages, there's gotcha. a deeper message. She's not easily controlled anymore. Mm -hmm. And she goes off on like some tangents and some other things happen. It's really good. Okay. All <laughs> it's right. wild, but it's, yeah, yeah. it gets, uh, it, it gets crazier as you read it, but it's definitely good message wise. Yeah. I'm going to have to add that to my TBR, which I, I am doing I right now. I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even like the, the cover look is creepy yeah i like the cover all right well there you have it we judged a cover we judged a bro we judged a tit we judged some things <laughs> now let's get into our game for the day <laughs> cool whip
All right. So for this week's game, we're going to play Death Door. We'll each have to pick a door, either door one or door two. Behind one door is death, but you get to choose how you die. And behind the other door is just a regular would you rather scenario. But at least you get a choice. So when you are faced with death, you'll have you'll get to choose which way you want to go. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I if we're going to want these choices, but we'll have those choices. <laughs> just remember, it is a game. Yes. All right, Alex, door one, door two. All right, door two. Door two is, would you rather? Very nice. Oh, nice. Okay. But don't be too excited. No, I'm not. I'm nervous. <laughs> would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Be in jail for five years. <laughs> I mean, you know. If you are in the coma, when you pass out, you wake up. You don't know. Yeah, but I lose 10 years of my life. That's correct. You also lose five years of your life in jail, but you could read. In jail. Yeah, I could still do stuff. I don't. <laughs> All right. Both not fun. No. <laughs> better, better than death. Yes. <laughs> All right. Your turn, Jess. Door one or door two? Door two. Okay. Door two is a would you rather. I know. Cheating death over here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather be stuck in a romantic comedy with your worst enemy or in a horror movie with your best friend? Wow. That's a good one. So I'm in a horror movie with my best friend or I'm in a uh, a romantic comedy with someone I hate. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to be in the horror movie with my best friend because what if my best friend dies, you know? Just, yeah. you know, I would like to go through that with my best friend, but at the same time I don't want I don't want to deal with that. So, yeah. I'm going to have to go rom-com with uh an enemy because maybe it'll turn into enemies to lovers trope. <laughs> That's And I do, I do that. like those. <laughs> I do enjoy those. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to go that one. Definitely. Okay. All right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, but it could be enemies to lovers. We're readers here. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> All right. You turn the hole and there's another two doors. Oh, okay. There's door one and door two. <laughs> what do you choose? <laughs> All right. I'm choosing door two again. <laughs> door two is another would you rather. Yes. Okay. You have cheated death once more. Okay. Would you rather lose your sight forever or lose your memories permanently? Oh my God. I guess lose my sight. Yeah, I guess they're both pretty bad, but I guess that's a little less bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And a little realistic too. I don't really like that idea. Yeah. Losing memories. Yeah. All right. All right. But hey, you cheated death. I cheated death again. That's great. (laughs) And you've been in jail for five years, (laughs) but you cheated death. Yes. That's what's important. Yes. All right. So now you come across another set of doors. You've cheated death once. Are you going to do it again? Door one or door two? I'm going door two again. Door two is also a would you rather. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing good. (laughs) All right. For this would you rather. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? 
both are cool. <laughs> but I gotta go. I gotta talk to animals. I gotta <laughs> talk to animals. I think that's awesome. I'd love to hear what they really have to say. Yeah. You know, instead of my dog just sitting there going, I could actually understand what he's whining about. Yeah. And that would make more sense. Yeah. All right. So you've cheated death and now your rom-com, your enemies to lover story is starting to take form. You're in a rom-com where you can talk to animals. This sounds yes. cute so far. I would watch I love this. It. I would read it. I'm down. Yeah. All right. You turn the corner in this other hallway happens to be again. You guessed it, two doors. Okay. Do you choose door one or door two? All right. This time I'm going to choose door two again. Oh, you've chosen death. No, I was going to mix it up too. Oh, oh no. All right. All right. All right. How am I going to die? Death by wild raccoon. Okay. Or death by fire squad. Death by fire squad. I feel like Instead I was evil I feel, raccoon. I feel like it would be quicker and I wouldn't feel as much pain. <laughs> it would be a lot of eh, yeah, on, and it would go on for a while. But you could cheat you you could figure out a way to beat that raccoon though. I thought that this was the result was death, regardless. Oh no, you're probably gonna die. I'm just saying. <laughs> you could maybe right. take your chances. <laughs> well, let's see if you'll be luckier than I am. Sorry. You continue on your journey. You're living a good life right now. It's not so bad. You come across another two doors. We got door one. We got door two. Which one are you choosing? Door one. Okay, you got a would you rather. Again, I know. You're doing good. All right. Let's see. Would you rather have two long front teeth like a beaver or no teeth at all? No teeth at all. Really? Because <laughs> then I can get implants, man. What am I going to do with the pe teeth like a beaver? Get, get, I them, get them shaved I, I down. I guess. That sounds painful. I'd rather yeah. just have implants put in. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hi. Oh, that's fine. Now you're in your you're in your enemies to love a rom-com. You can talk to animals and you got a beautiful smile. I got no teeth. With your implants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right so somehow you got brought back to life you've been revived okay the raccoon didn't end you forever and uh you're running now because you're terrified of this rabid raccoon and you find yourself faced with two more doors and you have to leave so how do you do it do you leave through death or do you leave not through death but some other weirdo scenario door one or door two okay I choose door two again. Yay! Yes! Yay! Okay. You made it out alive! <laughs> All right, good. All right, so door one would have been death. All right. Now, this is a fun one. Would you rather swim in a pool of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? So when you leave this place, you have to jump into one of these pools, which is it? Okay. Nutella, for sure. Like I Nutella. think I love Nutella. Oh. I love it. Okay. I can't eat it, really, but I love it. And okay. I feel like it would be easier to swim through. I feel like the maple syrup would be sticky and I would right. probably drown in it. Yeah. That right? sounds awful. <laughs> it both sounds like it sucks. <laughs> Honestly, my life has, has taken a turn. I ended up in jail for five years. I don't even remember the second thing. 
and then I got killed by firing squad, but brought back to life. And then I had to jump into a pool of Nutella. What was the second thing? I don't remember. You were in jail for five years. That I know. I don't remember the other thing. Oh, well, you did it. You did it. Oh, I can't see. That's right. I lost my sight. That's right. But when you died, it came back. So that's why you couldn't remember. Makes sense. Okay. All right. All All right. right. Jess, that's it. You're almost at the end of your journey. You just got to choose the right door. Which door are you choosing? One or two? One. Oh, no. One is a death door. Oh, you're so close. Oh, man. I almost made it. All right. Let's see. Okay. Would you rather spontaneously combust or have a grand piano fall from the sky and land on you as you walk down the street? Wow. (laughs) I think I'm combusting either way. (laughs) I mean, both sound like they're sudden and painless. So thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to combust and I'll tell you why. Because the piano might not kill me and then that would suck. Yeah. Uh, So I'm just going to combust and not know what the hell happens. Okay. The story. All right. All right. Now, does this happen in the Nutella pool? Am I joining you in that or am I just combusting? You can join me if you, if you want, you can join me in the Nutella pool. At least I'm combusting in Nutella. Yeah. (laughs) At least I'm happy before I go out. (laughs) All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. (laughs) Well, I knocked on death's door at the end there. Uh, you knocked on death's door. I, hey, we only knocked on death's door once each. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. It's pretty good. We beat the odds. Three out of four. I mean, yeah. that's pretty good. That is pretty good. So, all right, us. Yay. <laughs> that was fun. All right. We're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a chug of Doug. We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. For now, here's a healthy chug of Doug. And now... A healthy chug of Doug. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Thursday? Thanksgiving next week. You guys ready? I'm ready. You guys ready for Christmas? Because I'm ready for Christmas. Yes, I am. No, seriously. I'm super excited about Christmas this year. I haven't been this excited about Christmas probably since I was a little kid, but got my son. I'm going to get him a bunch of stuff. Get to see him get... He's going to be super amped when we get him all this stuff. Well, when Santa gets him all this stuff. Let me rephrase that. Uh, But after that, you know, I'm not into winter. Uh, They make me work 12-hour days. Not not big on that. But uh, fellas... Get your winter beards going. You got to have a nice winter beard, all right? You know, mine this year, it's got some grays, you know, making me look distinguished. People get to see me on the street, get to want to ask questions, you know, meaning of life. Uh, I don't have those answers, but I understand why you get to ask them. I can't help it that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. I can't help it. What books are you guys reading? I just read Fireborn. Um, I'm on, what is, uh, what's the second one called? A Flameful. Now I'm reading Flameful. Jess is like, hey, when you say a book, you know, mention the uh, author. Yeah, I have no idea who the author is. Zero clue who the author is. I can't tell you a thing about that author. Could tell you I do like the book series, though. What else do I got for you? Uh, bets. What are we doing betting wise today? Well, today is Wednesday. So um, we took the Bruins last night. They mashed as they always do. I'm thinking Canucks tonight. I really don't like any of the games on this slate. So we're probably not going to take anybody. But Thursday, Thursday slate. That's a good slate. We got a lot of games. Ooh, don't I don't I'm 
I'm not sure yet. I'm going to choose a team. I'm sorry. I can't give you guys who I want. And I, you know, I'd probably give it to you and lose just because that's how it happens when you, you're so confident about something. You're like, hey, take this. And then they lose. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, what? you told us to take this. Well, don't listen to me. All right. I mean, listen to me, but don't listen to me. Um, that's all I got for you guys today. You know, enjoy it. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Join us again next Thursday for another party episode. And then get ready, everyone, because next Tuesday, November 21st, and for the remainder of the month, we'll be reading and reviewing the highly anticipated sequel to Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Iron Flame. Join us then as we begin our discussion on the newly released fantasy novel. Don't forget to mark your calendar for our next Book of the Month episode, which will air on Wednesday, November 29th. We'll be reading and discussing Tommy Orange's novel, There There. And be on the lookout for our next bonus ode. On November 20th, we'll be reviewing Britney Spears' newly, re newly released memoir, The Woman in Me. And maybe for other upcoming unannounced surprise bonus odes. If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in future discussions. You don't pay anything extra, but if you make a purchase using our link, we get a small commission. So thank you so much for supporting us. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a positive review on Spotify, Apple, or whichever streaming service you use. We would really appreciate it also if you could spread the word by telling friends and family about our podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Yep. We also want to remind everyone to be on the lookout for our live events on TikTok. Yep, we'll be doing some live events soon, and we will post upcoming dates on our socials. If you're just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So be sure to check out our socials for updates and also some bonus content. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and other platforms. Click on the link in our bio for access to all of our socials, our website, and other links. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. You can also find our full book reviews on Goodreads. These links will also be available at the link in bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. your calendar for our next book of the month episode which will air on wednesday november 29th we'll be reading a few tommy orange novel there there shut up you fucking yokel <laughs> <laughs> all right all righty everyone so let's transition into the cooking portion of our episode with some cooking tips for today we're going to discuss tips and tricks to die for jess what do you have for us today i have it let's wait 
just saying because it's a white screen. But I do have it. <sighs> Killing me softly. With his song. Telling my whole life. As you all know, we recently read Belladonna by Addie the Grey Grey. We picked our favorite good and bad reviews in case anyone's on the fence about reading it. Belladonna currently has an overall rating of 4.1 out of 4.3 out of 5. <laughs> That's pretty good if it's out of 4.3. All right. This whole As you all... see, just revise that last sentence because you're going to get confused when you start reading it too. It says an overall rating of 4.1 out of 5 and a 4.3 on Goodreads and a 4 on Amazon. <laughs> Sure. Ooh, let me have some of that Cool Whip. What'd you say? You can't have a pie without Cool Whip. Cool Whip? Cool Whip, yeah. You mean Cool Whip? Yeah, Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? I'm just saying it. Cool Whip. You put Cool Whip on pie. Pie tastes better with Cool Whip. Say Whip. Whip. Now say Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. You're eating hair! Thanks for listening to my mommy and me and Alec. Bye!